0: Hey, everyone, it's and We're back with another one. So I got this video sent to me by a friend, and it was uh, through um, a YouTuber called a YouTube company, whatever, through uh, Wise Words. And it's about commanding respect and dealing with how people to respect you. Not necessarily like you, because we know everybody won't like everybody. But a lot of times, we, we, need a, we want people to respect our authority, respect our positions, respect who we are as an individual. And in order to do that, sometimes you got to jump to hoops, especially as men, because of men, uh, you earn value and respect later on as you become, I guess, more established. But where, I dare say, compared to women, where women are born with it, It's just natural for women to be born with it, like, you respect a woman, you respect all this, all that, but men aren't respected a lot of times these days because women say, oh, men are lazy, men are this, kill all men, 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 men. It's like this war on men, and I see it a lot on on YouTube. I see it a lot on social media, and I even talk to a couple people out in town. For example, one time I was at the grocery store I was getting uh, some groceries just a few things for the kiddos like some cereal and things like that and some milk some some quick to do that kind of things the lady was a cash the the cashier was a lady rather and she said to me I, she said how are you doing today I said I'm doing outstanding it's something we said in the military you were going to have an outstanding day or things like that and she goes, oh, you, you must be military, something like that, or must have been military, to talk like that. I'm like, yeah, it's just a word that stuck with me. It's a good attitude to have. And she said, oh, so you're telling me you're brainwashed. She immediately attacked me, didn't even know me, and she's the cashier. All she has to do is sack my groceries, and I pay her. <laughs> However... She decides to insult me by saying that. I'm like, no, I'm not brainwashed. I just think it's a positive attitude to have. And she kind of snarled at me and took the money, did, gave me a little attitude with it uh, when, when, I, uh, when I paid cash because it was only, like, 15 bucks worth of groceries. And uh, I went on my way, but it made me think about that situation. Like, I didn't even know this lady, and here is a lady insulting me just because I said, uh, I'm doing outstanding. Because she had a bad day, maybe. Maybe the customer before her, I don't know. Maybe the customer before was a a jerk. But to take it out on another person when they're having a good time and trying to ruin their day, which she didn't, but I just thought I would mention this. It's just sad to hear. But anyways, this video, it's about an eight-minute video. We're gonna go through it and see what he has to say and see if there's some truth to it, which I'm pretty sure there, there will be, but we'll, we'll cut in as we, need, as we see fit just to add com- commentary to it, okay? So let's get into it.
1: Welcome back, gentlemen. Welcome to a new video. As men, we crave the admiration and reverence of the people in our lives. But knowing how to command respect doesn't always come naturally, and it's not something we're taught in school. Fortunately, it's something we can practice and improve on. This is an area i've worked on throughout my life and it's a skill you want to perfect too when you're respected your life is better in every way from your relationships to your career in this video i'm going to show you how you can get more respect from others in 12 actionable ways uh,
0: before i interrupt too much before the video really starts i just want to say yes uh, commanding respect is definitely difficult like i said men aren't inherently or most people to be honest aren't inherently born with it but To command respect I think that's something like when I was in the service we had people that was more senior than us like let's say uh, a a master sergeant a a captain things like that and you respected their rank but a lot of times you didn't respect the person because the person might have been a jerk or you just didn't get along with them nine times out of ten I got along with everybody but I'm, I'm just trying to say it still happens even in the service you respect the rank the captain comes up to you and he tells you hey i need you to grab this box put it over here and and do this uh this service on this vehicle things like that you do it but you might not respect the guy or you respect him but you will respect his rank so that's a little different but that was military talk all things aside this is more uh in the civilian sector so let's see what they're saying about commanding respect from people and others even if they don't like you or not necessarily have to be liked let's continue
1: before we start with the video let me tell you what it means to command respect okay for guys the most common advice we get on how to conduct ourselves ranges from don't be a pushover to don't be in a hole Mm -hmm. so how should we act being respected is better than being liked respect means you're considered worthy of high regard you never get everyone to like you but you can carry yourself in a way that makes people think highly of you Try too hard though, and you might come off as a joke. Here are 12 effective ways to command respect from others. Implement these tips and you'll notice an immediate positive change in how people respond to you. Respect yourself first. Before anyone else will respect you, you have to respect yourself. First, work on understanding and accepting yourself. Then, build confidence in yourself by focusing on your strengths and what you bring to the world. As Jordan Peterson points out in a video, by respecting yourself, you live a richer, deeper, and more meaningful life.
0: I I agree with him right there. Um, if you respect, like I was saying, if you respect yourself first, if you respect, if you respect yourself as opposed to trying to force people to respect your rank, like I said in the military, things like that. Um, I think you'll live, a, like Jordan Peterson, a deeper, more richer, meaningful life, because respecting yourself, I don't know, you, only you can take care of you. It, it goes back, you can take care of other people as well, but you, you do have to think of yourself first. For example, the, the, the good adage I always think about is the airplane. When they say a loss of cabin pressure, the mask would drop down from the ceiling above your head. You don your mask first, and then you assist other people, even if you have children, because it only makes sense. How can you take care of that kid if you're asphyxiated, or whatever the case may be? You you, you might save the child or the other person next to you or the elderly the person that or disabled person, whatever. But all the while you're suffering. So it's like put yourself on, then you can put your don your mask, then you can assist others. And I think respect works in that line. You, you have to respect yourself. You have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of others. I've seen it where so many people out there have been divorced, and they didn't take care of themselves. They were so focused on that person, giving them whatever they wanted, and these are men I'm talking about, I know, because I haven't talked to women about it, necessarily, but these are men I know. They've, they've focused, focused, focused on, on their woman, trying to please them in every kind of way. Almost like they say, Captain Sabahoe. It's just going out of his way, everything. And unfortunately, you, you, you have to use the most powerful word, I think, in a man's vocabulary. It's the N-word. Not that N-word, but the N-word as in no. <laughs> it's the word no. You have to use no because you're focused on something else. If you have a purpose and you're doing that and somebody's trying to sidetrack you from it, you, you, you have to set those boundaries for them. If you do not, I'm telling you, you're gonna have a bad day, bad year, bad time, period. Let's get back into this video.
1: Be assertive, not aggressive. Yes. There's a fine line between being an assertive person and being aggressive. Assertive people confidently speak their minds while being respectful of others. Yes. Aggressive people demand things and attack others. Yes. This is one I've struggled with in the past. I'd often go from zero, pushover, to 100, aggressive A-hole, when talking to someone I disagreed with. I'd either sit there and be quiet or let my frustrations bottle up and then explode in anger toward the person I was talking to.
0: I think a lot of people do that nowadays. If you see it, like I said, in the social media spaces, uh, you see it in real life when you see these protests and everything. People become more aggressive as opposed to being assertive. I think assertive is, he's spot on. Assertive is, you know, disagreeing with somebody, but it's respectfully disagreeing with that person without the need to attacking them or their character. One thing I remember, one thing I remember about debate class, I only took it one time, so I'm not a, a pro debater, I'm not that good at debating, period. But I value my opinion, and if it's different from somebody else's, I will let them know in a respectful manner. Um, uh, one thing I remember, though, back to the debate class was, oh, sorry, I got a picture of this guy's foot on the screen, let me let me change that. <laughs> but uh, one thing I remember about debate class is once you attack the person, like with ad hominems, that means attacking that person's character instead of the actual focal point or the the problem or the debate the question at, at hand, you would lose the debate. And so many people do that nowadays, if you think about it. People are about here protesting Black Lives Matter, the are protesting Antifa, uh, even the White House, even um, um, My Body, My Choice, Me Too, things like that. But if there's somebody opposing them on that argument and they butt heads, so often in are times people want to get aggressive and it gets more violent. I don't know. You see it in social media, too. You you see it in social media a lot, too. Like, people have a discussion, and it, it turns out not to be discourse. It turns out to be more of an attack on each other. Like, like I said, uh, women saying, I hate all men, or men saying uh, women should be uh, just be in the kitchen, you know, or something like that. It's not necessary. I even heard as far as women saying... Um, You know, we're not your slaves. I've mentioned this before in the past. It's like, I don't know how you're living with somebody and bringing them a soda or a beer is slavery, or cleaning the house is slavery if he's paying the bills. Because essentially, you're saying he's a slave, too. Because if we think about it, if she's slaving in the house, as she calls it, slavery, I don't even know why people compare to slavery. Slavery was totally different. It was. It was more substantial, it, it, and it was very generational. It went for hundreds of years, and they're saying you're a slave. Nobody has a whip to your back. Nobody's not paying you. You're living with somebody. You you wash clothes. They're your clothes too. You fold clothes. They're your clothes too. You you I I would garner that you would share in the chores and everything, but so many so often people especially uh, just women. I've never heard a guy say this, never. And if you have, sound off in the comments, anchor.fm forward slash react to, and leave me a comment or a video to one. But I've never seen a guy do this. It's always women saying, I'm not your slave. It's like, how are you a slave if you're living there? You have to clean up anyways. You don't want the house dirty? But if the man's out working because you want your man to pay all the bills, why is it that you don't have an equivalent exchange? It should be. We're talking 50 50, right? Well, let's move on with this video before I go out of another tirade.
1: I eventually learned that, as with all of life, the key is balance. In this case, that means calmly and confidently stating your beliefs, even when they challenge what others are saying. Yes, the key is and being respectful the of their thing. opinions too, and trying to find common ground. To be assertive, voice your beliefs with courage and in a positive way and accept that you can't control how people will react to you. Be willing to accept constructive criticism, and learn to respectfully say no, when someone is asking too much of you. Control your emotions. Being overly angry, sad, or even happy all the time isn't a good look for anybody. And it won't garner you any respect. Keeping your emotions in check even with things, are hard shows you believe in yourself. Stay calm, cool, and collected at all times, and people will look to you as a leader in difficult times. Be aware of your emotions and the why behind them. Then, find a different, more productive way to express them without drama.
0: Let me ask you guys a question. Have you guys done that? Gotten in a heated debate where you start yelling like at your spouse or your significant other? Um, We have all done it. I would garner, everybody's done it. That's why there's divorces, not just because of cheating and everything, but fighting over money, divorce, but fighting with each other, too. Um, I, I've been in the arguments, too. But then I got, came to a point or a realization that I was like, I'm not doing it anymore. I'll sit here and have a civil discourse with you. And then what this guy said, one thing is true. When you're into your feelings, I think a lot of times that's when you get heated, because if you're using logic, you're using logic. A lot of times as men, we use logic over women's feelings, it's just how it is. But when I'm using logic, logic hurts more than feelings to me. Let me explain, if I use logic on somebody and, or my significant other, or not even my significant other, just somebody I'm having a debate with, if I use logic, sometimes they, they want to throw logic out the window, like logic is not the truth, which it is, feelings or only a representation of that person and how they're feeling at that time. (laughs) No pun intended. But to throw that in there, sometimes feelings do get caught up. That's why you see people road rage. That's why you see um, arguments with spouses and everything. Sometimes you get caught up in feelings. And unfortunately, that's where I think problems happen when you're not using logic. If you're using logic and you understand it, if you understand it, and they're, speech, they're preaching it to you and you're willing to accept, like he said, constructive criticism. Nine times out of ten, you'll do much better because then you'll know a way to improve. Or at least take the information and what you do with that information is on you. Let's continue.
1: Prove yourself. After you've gotten to know yourself better, don't stop there. Continue to learn and develop as a person. Personal growth is a major part of our existence as humans, and it keeps us energized and fulfilled. It's easy to feel like you're falling behind in today's ultra-connected world. Follow these tips to get your life together, and start feeling like a success. If you remain stagnant in life, and don't build on your foundation of knowledge, you'll become stale and boring. People will respect you more, when you continue to learn and challenge yourself. I'm an improve the mind guy. My bookshelf is filled with personal development books, from Viktor Frankl to Tony Robbins. If you believe you suffer from being too nice, Robert A. Glover's fantastic book No More Mr. Nice Guy will give you a lot of actionable advice for taking control of your life and cutting back on the approval seeking. But you can also improve yourself by learning additional skills or picking up new hobbies. Either way, always have a growth mindset. There are a lot of ways to improve as a man and the great thing is you can decide how you want to go about it have a point of view. Have a strong point of view supported by wisdom on subjects that are important to you. Being able to offer meaningful thoughts will not only make you a better conversationalist, but you'll also be a better leader. You don't have to be the guy with an opinion on everything. But it's important to have a perspective on the things that matter to you. My point of view is that you should figure out what would make you truly happy and work hard to make it a reality. It sounds obvious, but a lot of people don't do it. On a related note, wanting the best for yourself and not settling is a highly respectable quality. I've had a lot of great conversations with people as a result of sharing this unwavering belief. Opinions spark ideas, create common ground between people, and help you communicate better.
0: I think he's right about that. Uh, People not want to settle and want better for themselves. I, I think a lot of times that one gets misconstrued, though, because... Sometimes people are down here, bottom rung, but they think that they should shoot for the stars. Maybe they'll hit the moon, as they say. Um, but a lot of times, everybody's thinking it. They're thinking like they deserve better. You, you deserve what you deserve. That's, uh, that's the only way I can say you deserve what you deserve. I deserve better. Well, how do we know you deserve better? I deserve better because I work. I work hard. I work five days a week. Does that really. I don't know does that really mean you deserve better i mean maybe to some degree i I don't know but if you're thinking like you're here but you deserve a a a rapper a rock star elon musk a jeff bezos come on man get real you you, you're a normal person like everyday normal person but you think you deserve that that's like me saying hey i deserve j-lo i deserve oprah winfrey because she's a billionaire, or Rihanna, who's a billionaire, too, or one of those uh, um, Jenner girls. I don't, I'm not even in that league, and that's what I'm trying to say, is some people think like that. I, I've seen it on the spectrum of women more because of hypergamy, it's understandable to some degree, but to think you're, um, to, to to think like, okay, you're working this $25,000 $25, a year annually a job, and you're thinking, like, uh, you should be married to a guy that's worth 100 million is ridiculous. Sometimes it's okay to work yourself up there with that partner. If you pick the right partner, and you love that partner, they don't have to be a millionaire for you to be happy. Uh, so many people have set their sights on just money, 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 and yet they're still unhappy. Even movie stars, you see it. Even they get divorced left and right. And all of them have money, or the majority of them have money. Look at Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Both of them were worth hundreds of millions. And here they are, divorced. Adopted kids, everything. So it's funny. Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey's been married three times. He's worth $200 million, over $200 million, I think. He's been married three times. It's not a happy ending for everybody, but if they probably got some good money out of them, but it still don't make you happy all the time. It does money help? Absolutely. If you had a million dollars sitting in a bank right now, you would feel good about yourself. You'd be more confident in everything. But if you had nobody to share it with, I don't know, it's kind of, it falls on deaf ears for me a little bit. I mean, would you want more? Yes, but I mean, all in all, as you get older, you probably want to share it with somebody, it's kind of, or maybe there's guys like the MGTOW community that don't care, but anyways, let's continue.
1: Stand up for yourself. Yes. When someone is treating you poorly, insulting you, or challenging you, stand up for yourself. Whether you're dealing don't with a jerk, a or someone who is asking too much of you, know when to say enough is enough. Yes. Be polite and respectful to them, especially if they aren't trying to be mean. But stand your ground. If you don't stand up for yourself, no one else will. Absolutely. Determine what exactly you're objecting to, and communicate your objection in a considerate way, that doesn't put you in attack mode respect others follow the
0: yeah i think a lot of times like i was mentioning about like the um protests and everything like that a lot of people tend to get more offended like it's okay to defend yourself and agree to disagree but but when it becomes uh verbally abusive or physically violent it it's it becomes moot then so i don't know i think
1: people have a lot to learn from hearing this Adage of treating others the way you want to be treated. If you're rude to other people, they'll be rude to you right back. Be kind and take the time to listen to people, and they'll do the same in return. Appreciate that other people have different perspectives on life than you. We tend to believe everyone thinks as we do. Mm -hmm. In reality, people have varied upbringings and life experiences that dictate their beliefs. You'll be a more respectable person if you're able to empathize with others' viewpoints. Be open-minded. While it's important to have strong opinions, keep yourself open to other viewpoints. That doesn't mean you have to waver on your convictions, but embrace new ideas and fresh perspectives. As we get older, we gain more knowledge, and experiences and our opinions evolve. Demonstrate strong body language. It's difficult to command respect when your head's down, your shoulders are slouched and you're closed off to the world. Stand tall and portray calm and confidence at all times. When you walk around as if you're depressed or angry at the world, you'll turn people off. Instead of wanting to be around you, you'll become the guy they try to avoid at all costs. Keep your head high, your body tall, and your shoulders stretched, and move at a measured pace. Maintain strong eye contact. You can have strong body language, but if you don't look people in the eyes, they'll know something doesn't add up. Being able to make strong eye contact with people is a good sign that you respect yourself and you respect them. When talking to one person, look him or her in the eyes for about 5-10 to seconds at a time before briefly breaking your gaze. When talking to a small group of people, be sure to look at each person during the conversation. And whatever you do, don't look at your phone while engaging with someone. If the thought of looking deep into a person's soul gives you anxiety, you are not alone. As with most things, the more you practice it the more comfortable you'll become doing it. Be vulnerable. We can't be good at everything. We each have specific strengths and weaknesses. But acting as if you're good at everything will put you firmly in the joke category. Always trust in your strengths, but accept that you'll struggle with some things. Acknowledge your vulnerabilities and seek help from others when needed. Be open and express.
0: I think when he's talking about vulnerable, but when you're being vulnerable, I, I think there's only a select few of people that you should be willing to share that with, obviously, because if you're in a relationship and you're crying and being vulnerable in front of your woman, I'm being serious. She's not going to respect it. I'll uh, just how it is. Maybe some women out there listen to this will correct me, but I totally I don't I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I think that they won't respect you is the same. If you're up there whimpering and whining and crying all the time, a woman's not going to respect that. She wants to see you as that man she always saw you at when she first met you, a strong, confident person. So guys, you have to be that strong, confident person. Assertive. Not cocky. Not aggressive.
1: That's how you feel. Say what you want to say and don't be afraid to ask for support when you need it cut out people who don't respect you yes if someone continues to disrespect you even after you've addressed their behavior do your best to cut them out of your life sometimes it's difficult to cut someone such as a family member or co-worker out completely but try to limit your interactions with him or her life is too
0: and i would agree that's the hardest one is family members because family members their blood blood is supposed to be thicker than water all this stuff they tell you Yet I have family members, just like many people. You go to those family reunions once every five years, you get the crazy uncle. You get the other uncle asking you for money. They say they'll borrow it. And then when you see them five years later, they never pay it back. They don't even remember borrowing money from you. It's like, you borrowed $300 from you. (laughs) You don't remember that? Really? It's, It's bull crap, but it's hard to cut them out because they come to the family reunions. You still wanna be cordial and respectful because they are family. But at the same time, man, it's hard to go back to those family reunions again, I tell you that.
1: Sure to deal with people who refuse to respect you. Time to walk the walk. There you go. Believe in yourself, be assertive, have a point of view, and follow the rest of the suggestions above to start commanding respect today. Master this area and you'll experience more fulfillment and success in all aspects of your life. Watch this video to understand the five.
0: Okay, folks, that's all I have for this video today. Thank you for listening with me. Um, if you have any videos that you want me to uh, react to and see if they make sense to all of us, we can do it together. You can go on to anchor.fm forward slash react to, and you can leave me URL, URLs, excuse me, or hyperlinks or messages right in there. And that's all I have for today. I want everybody to have a wonderful day and I'll hear from you on Wednesday.